0: Welcome to Feelings Fitness. I'm your host, Suzanne Bizarko, a yoga teacher, licensed professional counselor, certified mindfulness practitioner, and a mom of two. When I first entered motherhood and started raising a family, I needed something to help me survive the seasons of life, which is why I pulled the Feelings Fitness program that I created in graduate school out of the archives, linked it up with what I learned in yoga teacher training, and boom, the Feelings Fitness formula was born. Yoga plus mindfulness equal emotional well-being. It has worked for me, and I surely hope it works for you and your family too. I am stoked to embark on this journey of sharing yoga and mindfulness with you. It's time to get real about how you feel. It's time to feel fit, mind, body, and spirit. Hello, hello, Suzanne here. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope you had a fantastic New Year's Eve and it sent you into 2020 just feeling super refreshed and motivated and lots of new positive goals for the the upcoming year. I've given a lot of thought to my 2020, it really dawned on me that I felt like it's more important to set an intention than it is to create a resolution. And I'll tell you why. I just feel like resolutions tend to have such a negative tone to them. They tend to put us in this kind of negative self-talk mode and we almost begin shaming ourselves like we need to do things like lose weight, eat less sugar, you know, and so like we're overweight and we eat like crap, you know? So set an intention instead just has a little bit more of a positive feel to it, a little bit more of... I don't know, puts us a little bit more in goal setting mode for the long term as opposed to just that one thing that we're going to give up or we're going to do better as though we didn't do good before. So, anyway, so I put together a little bit of a breakdown for you in terms of how I got to that idea of intention versus resolution. As humans, we have emotions, right? An emotion is a conscious mental reaction such as anger or fear, subjectively experienced as strong feeling, usually directed toward a specific object, and typically accompanied by psychological and behavioral changes in the body. And emotions are kind of interchangeable with feelings. A feeling is an emotional state or a reaction Since we as humans have emotions and we have feelings, they can and will be hurt, right? So in 2019, I had my feelings hurt quite a bit. I allowed myself to be creatively vulnerable and it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. But the thing is that... It wasn't all bad though. I intentionally put myself out there and I knew that it wasn't going to be all positive reviews and it wasn't going to be everyone. I knew that everyone wasn't going to buy into this message of yoga and mindfulness. It it takes a little while for people to understand and actually use something that can really benefit them. But anyway, I'm not telling you this actually as a woe is me story. I'm telling you this really as a story of triumph, a story of how the overly sensitive underdog, yours truly, who finally realizes her worth and finally realizes how to stop playing small and finally stops other people's opinions from standing in her way. So how, you might ask? Because she finally realizes that all it takes is training her mind to be stronger than her feelings. This is how I came to this idea of really setting an intention of training my mind to be stronger than my feelings. I intend to honor my emotions. I intend to be okay with my feelings. I intend to have big dreams. I intend to shoot for the stars, and most importantly, I intend to train my mind to be stronger than my feelings. Now that might sound like a tall order, right? But I'm confident it's doable, and I know this because I'm already well on my way. I shared in last week's episode the many of books that I have used to guide me along the way, and I'll tell you that stack of books that I shared with you is so powerful. There are so many different components of that stack of books that have given me the confidence and they have empowered me to believe. Believe was my word last year. To believe in the message that I had to share and believe that it's Helpful to others. I'm not sitting here just trying to share something just to share it, just to hear myself talk. Not at all. That has never been me. That won't ever be me. I share it because I have been transformed by some of the techniques that I've found along the way. So here's how I've gotten to this place and how my intention for 2020 really is something that I started in 2019 and it wasn't like, oh, I failed in 2019, so here I am in 2020 trying to do the same thing over again. No, that's not it at all. I'm just continuing down this path of something that it's it just it's so transformational that I feel the need to actually plug it in as my intention for the year. So first off, the tool that you have with you all the time is your breath. So if you listen back to previous episodes, you'll hear me talk about yogic breathing, box breathing, ujjayi breath, alternate nostril breathing, and others too. So the breath is such a powerful tool to help you train your mind to be stronger than your emotions. A lot of people kind of lose it in the world because they can't pull back from overreacting. And I'm telling you, if you can just pull off of overreacting to something, it will make all the difference in the world. So let's stop for just a minute, pause and check in with our breath. Simple yogic breathing. Remember, on the inhale, that belly rises, and on the exhale, that belly sinks back down towards the spine. We're going to take it with breathing in through the nose and a nice full exhale out through the mouth. Deep inhale in through the nose. Full exhale out through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Inhale through the nose. Exhale through the mouth. Even just that simple check-in can really make a world of difference. The next thing that I use is meditation. And I know this one is tricky for a lot of people, but I'll tell you in my practice recently, I really just do five minutes. So I tend to exercise, do a little bit of yoga, and then just five minutes of meditation that really can make a lot of difference. In my meditation lately, I've been using two mantras that have really resonated with me that I found through an online instructor. And the first mantra goes a little something like this, peace above me, peace below me, peace around me peace within me. And I set that intention at the beginning of my meditation. So I set that mantra, plug it in as my intention. I let that settle in. I just focus on the breath. And then if my mind gets distracted and it wanders, I bring myself back to peace above me, peace below me, peace around me, peace above. Within me. And another one that has really stuck with me too is this one. And it goes a little something like this Where I am is where I am meant to be. Where I am is where I am meant to be. And what I'll do is plug in at the end of that phrase to whatever might be kind of, you know, tripping me up at that moment. And so A lot of times lately, what's been tripping me up is this idea of just building a business. And so clarifying my message and figuring out what it is that I want to offer along with yoga classes for kids and adults. And so what I'll plug in at the end of that is where I am is where I'm meant to be in my business journey. And it really just helps me be okay with the fact that I've got a lot of learning to do, and I've got a lot of building to do, and I've got a lot of goals, but. It's gonna take time. So I just allow myself to be okay with the fact that where I am is where I'm meant to be in my business journey. And you can plug in whatever, like I said, whatever is tripping you up or whatever is on your heart, you can plug that in there as well. And it really just kind of feels good. One thing that I've been asked recently is about music while meditating, and I tend to find music super powerful. Especially if you get the right music, if you really kind of settle into an intention or settle into a mantra, then you can sink into the music and let the music guide you as well. So I, I, liked, I do like to have music during meditation, but if you find it more distracting, then just quiet can work for some too. And finally, mindfulness. Is a huge piece of my intention to train my mind to be stronger than my emotions and my feelings because mindfulness is really about not judging situations and just accepting what is. I know that can be really hard, but a lot of times, just it's that, like I said prior. It's that overreacting that really kind of throws us off. So by practicing mindfulness, we are training ourselves to not judge situations, but to stay calm. And by staying calm, our mind is actually in a better place to make better decisions and to come up with solutions. So of course, we're going to, you know, not judge situations when it's like, oh, we're Having a great time and everything is good. The judging tends to come in when things aren't going great. But I've said this before, there are people who really have a hard time in happy situations too, because they really judge it because they're afraid that that happy state is going to be taken away from them by, you know, who knows what, all kinds of things, natural disaster, who knows, like whatever it may be. Like you're sitting there, you know, all happy and having a nice time, and then all of a sudden, uh, tornado warning comes in and everyone has to take cover so you know there's all kinds there's judging the good there's judging the bad but mindfulness really allows us to stay in that non-judgmental state and just kind of accept what is and then of course yoga for sure I mean that's even right now As I'm recording this, I can feel myself kind of uh, slumped over a little bit as I'm kind of leaning in towards the microphone. But if I take a moment and I really just straighten up my spine, and even just sitting in this chair with my feet flat on the floor, if I inhale and sweep my arms up towards the sky, kiss my fingertips up overhead, and then press my palms together and bring my hands down to heart center. Just even that simple little act of chair yoga gets a little energy going, gets the blood flowing, and it just makes you feel good. So these are all tools that i have used and I plan to continue to use as I forge forward with this intention of training my mind to be stronger than my feelings. I hope you found this episode enlightening. If you like it, please be sure to subscribe, leave a review and tell a friend. The more people we have engaged in this conscious conversation, the better. You can find everything related to this episode over at www.feelingsfitness.com. And as always, some of the best content comes up after the show in the Facebook group. So be sure to join over there as well. Until we chat again, feel fit, mind, body, and spirit.